Hello, and welcome to the Casino Insiders. This is your host, Ace, and Deacon Kane. Deacon, what's going on, man? Ace. Dude, last show was pretty sick. It was. Robert came through with some great questions. He really did. And we had another one, but we... We thought it was kind of special to save for kind of the beginning of this show. Exactly. Know? It's a little long-winded of like a question, but hey. I like it. I think we're going to have a really good discussion in regards to this because I know you have your thoughts. I know I have my thoughts. I think they're pretty much in line, but you know. Yeah. But what comes after the question, you guys are going to be astonished. So make sure you guys stay to the end of this episode. <laughs> just so everybody knows robert's from toronto canada thank oh, yeah. you again robert. thank you robert we really appreciate you and um ace is gonna go ahead and read this question yeah so again this is coming from robert in in canada it's possible now in day now in days <laughs> to make such small chips which i think he's referring to rfid chips okay um with that being said, can, if not already being done, could casinos put small chips in the cards and have the shuffler machine read them, therefore taking away the pure randomness of the cards and basically making all live card games just glorified slot machines? With some exceptions from players coming and going, changing the cycle for a hand or so, I know this is a complicated question and probably a lot, a lot of work, And but any advantage the casino is willing to get? So... To kind of just simplify the question yes. for everybody out there, could there be microchips in cards, playing cards? Yeah. It, you, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not. Again, I'm, I'm with you on that. I feel like yeah. that's such an, a huge probably expense. Exactly. That's the big thing is the expense to the casino because the casino doesn't want to put any money out. They want to take all the money. Exactly. I mean, and especially they don't spend extra money on stuff, you know? Exactly. And that's probably, especially with the contact of the card makers and yep. that's just way too unnecessary. And you know, a good way you could also double check it. You could. You could is this. A lot of casinos sell their used cards. old used cards. Mm-hmm. You could buy a pack. See what yeah. happens and go from there. Just look for it. I mean, yeah. Which again, I, I've done that a couple of times. I bought just used cards because it said, you know, the Caesars or yeah. whatever on it. It was just more memorable thing to have at the kitchen table. But every single time I had one of those, it's just normal playing cards. Yeah. Literally. Always have been <laughs> with a big old hole in the center. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this I do know that with Baccarat, they actually, in the high limit areas, they actually throw the cards away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's one of those things. I think it's like a anti-cheating measure they exactly. put in place. So that way they only use the, reuse the same deck, and that yep. opens up a whole new can of worms. Ugh. But I kind of want to elaborate a little bit on the microchip. Okay. You know, sitting there and playing with cards and trying to make the cards the way you want it for a certain somehow, mm-hmm. some way, it's kind of difficult. But for a machine to actually do that inside of 
the small area, I don't think it could be possible. I don't think so either. I really don't. You know, running it through my head, running all the algorithms. I mean, it'd have to shuffle almost 15,000 times in between shuffles, technically, decks for it to be done in the right, perfect, absolute way you would think right and see it's kind of funny because like those shufflers they're literally just shufflers i know they're like four <laughs> inches by four inches or something ridiculous yeah they're like really that. small and they're literally just shufflers <laughs> there's yeah. nothing special to them so there's no way that they could do that now that we say that you know there's somebody out there oh gonna god go, tinfoil hats mm, yep right? exactly oh, well. they can do it i'll do watch <laughs> i'll show you i can do it you know <laughs> exactly hey. You know, if you want to do it, if you want to get caught, hey, that by all means, go for it. Oh, God. Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Thank so, you again, Robert. Seriously. Yeah. Great question. Appreciate it. That is a really good question. Um, this one, you brought this up earlier, and we were talking about it, and we kind of didn't know where to go with it. And... I don't know. I'm like, this is, I think we're going to be probably the first to actually do an actual talk in regards to it. I think so too. But you know, like also like I see news agencies reporting on it, but it's not really yeah, like po- popular, but you know, of course we got to do fun facts first before we get to that. Oh yeah. Come on. I know, I, we love our fun facts around here. I know. I just, I, I'm so excited about that one, but yes, fun facts. God, no, I'm really excited too, but. <sighs> All right. Stand by one. I'm bringing up the fun facts. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I have one right now. All right. Get her done. So did you know during the COVID-19 lockdowns and closures of land-based casinos, they have prompted Hunters to turn to the internet, the bet. Interesting. About so so during the lockdown, roughly sixty percent of players made the switch to online betting and gambling, while the other forty would try online casinos if they weren't worried about scams. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely see that. You know, it's it's kind of funny too because I I see people you know, on like a slot machine, playing the slot machine, and then they have like their phone open to the same game, but they're playing a virtual slot machine on top of that. Yeah. I think that's the funniest thing. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my God. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> that does crack me up. That really does. And what's funny is, <laughs> sorry, I got to laugh at this. I've actually seen people losing at the casino mm-hmm. and then being on their phone sitting there tapping the slot machine and tapping the phone and just I mean you can just see the numbers on there and they're just yeah losing 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 mm-hmm. losing it's like well I gotta make my money up somehow but yeah that's just uh, not gonna happen it looks like <laughs> yeah that's just craziness um I've got one here ooh lay it on me so I'm gonna go back to roulette again Okay. Ooh, man, you and roulette, I, I don't swear. know what it is lately. I just, <laughs> it seems to be popping out at me. I might have to go play tonight. I don't know. There you go. You know? So, a lot of people don't realize this, but roulette was initially called roly-poly. Yeah, roly-poly, go figure. Would you want to play a game called roly-poly? I don't know if I would. Just like the whole insect, man, wow. Exactly, right. there you go. <laughs> roulette is one of the best beginning casino games. 
and is the third most popular game in casinos. Preceded only by slots and craps, this game was created in the early 1700s in France, which we talked about. That France has invented a bunch of gambling things. Yes, they like to gamble in France. <laughs> there you go. The first roulette wheel had black and white pockets rather than red and black. And striped black and white pockets for the zero and double zero pockets. Hmm. In 1796, the modern roulette wheel made its debut in French casinos and has become an indispensable part of gambling establishments ever since. I didn't know that last little part. I, I didn't know that either, man. Yeah, I didn't realize it was originally black and white and they had pockets. I just Yeah. That's actually kind of cool how it's evolved. Exactly. And also it's one of those things too. It's like who back in the 1700s yeah. thought of this game, honestly. Exactly. And all the different bets you can do and Oh yeah. Seriously, man. <laughs> Craziness. The but it does show you that people do want to gamble. People do. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. But it also makes you wonder how did it in the 1700s go from France and spread out so quickly? I wonder what made it actually spread out so much. You know, the only thing I could think about was maybe when merchants went to go sell their different, you know, textiles and stuff to different lands, maybe they yeah. rock gambling with them. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I kind of, I'm interested in knowing. Me too. Might have to figure that out a little bit later. Man, exactly. Another show. <laughs> so, here's a, a real scary one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. A man once bet all his possessions on a single spin. Is this, A single spin. Is this roulette again, or is this an actual slot machine? It is roulette again, my friend. My God, roulette tables have some of the biggest history-defining moments. Oh, yes, they do. It's crazy. <laughs> Ashley Ravel from Kent Ooh. sold everything he owned, including all his clothes, and placed the entire amount of 135,300 pounds oh, on Red 7. Oh, specifically Red 7. Specifically Red 7. Oh, jeez. Is that just a little psychotic or what? At least to me that is. That, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Lucky for him, his risk paid off. He ended up winning... 270,600 pounds and being remembered as one of the people with the craziest bets. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound that right That payoff either. does not sound right. Mm, it doesn't, unless he kept gambling after he, he hit that the first but time. But they're saying that it was that payoff. What is, because isn't it 35 to 1? It's, hang on, hang on. So is it 2.7? Because the only the only time you get a two to one payouts on the special bets, like if you bet black or red, right, exactly. So you couldn't have bet on red seven unless you just bet on red. Which because that would double that up if that you just bet on but would it roughly says be there on seven red red seven or maybe it was saying the ball landed on red seven, but he bet it on red because that makes I, more sense. Yeah, maybe. that would make because that would double it up. Yeah, it really would. Yeah, yeah, because if you do just. 
If you do like a single number, that's a lot more. So hold on. Let's see. Yeah, because it's like it's a 35 to 1 payout. Yeah, that's what I thought. 35 to 1. Yeah, which that guy would have been a whole lot richer. So he definitely made it. He made it definitely a side bet somewhere. So hold on. 135,000. I got to see what this would be. We'll just do 135,000 times. 35 equals that'd be 4.725 pounds million pounds yeah again i'm i'm staring at this i'm like that's a two to one payout for sure and he had a bet red it had it had to be one of those deciding factors yeah it had to be it had to be a side bet because that guy'd be lucky or they screwed up on the uh, reporting <laughs> they probably screwed that up <laughs> yeah that wouldn't surprise me all right. So this this is the topic we've all all been like waiting for. Oh my god, yes. This is so this is groundbreaking, folks. Did I say groundbreaking? Literally groundbreaking. Because this is going to change betting, I think. Oh man, this is about to make the betting world a lot different, I think. What would you what would you actually call this bet? I would have to say exactly what it's called, a micro bet. Yeah. It literally right. is a micro bet. A micro bet. A micro micro <laughs> micro bet. But you got to be so specific. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. Here it is, folks. Okay, so imagine this. You sit down. You're like, "Hey, I have 5 bucks and I want to bet on this very specific thing. I want to bet, for example, a Yankees player. You have to name the specific player." will hit a home run on the fourth pitch he sees in a given at-bat, which will be a curveball. So the ball has to be a curveball. It can't be a changeup. It can't be a fa- It has to be specifically on this pitch for right. this player. It has to be a curveball or whatever ball. And then it's also spinning. The ball itself is spinning at a certain speed. See, it, it, that means that it would have to be revolutions per second. Yeah. So therefore, it would RPM. have to be, yeah. Oh, my God. And no, RPS. RPS, yeah. But okay. yeah. But no, seriously, it's it's one of those things. It's that five dollar bet. If you if you can nail all of that, you it can net you five thousand dollars potentially. Wow. For a five dollar bet, but man, that is so specific. That is. Could you imagine you get everything but the speed of the ball, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you hit five out of six things that you needed to get, so you don't win a thousand dollars. Which makes five thousand which makes me think Okay, so if they get X number of them right, do they yeah. win something? Yep. I don't know. I just saw this. I was like, micro No, it's called kissing your sister if you <laughs> lose. It's not something you ever want to do. But yeah, no, man, I saw this. Because, honestly, th- this can make betting a, a little bit more interesting. It could. Because it's not just like the long, like, oh, I'm, you know, I think they're going to win, the blah, blah. This is like an... You can make more rapid-fire bets. You can make more rapid-fire bets, but who's going to win more? I want to say, dude, the house. There's yeah. no way, especially being that specific. The house. And I think that 1,000 to 1, I think they're going to have to bump that up. I think if they want to make this successful, they'd have to bump it up. I almost want to say it has to be whatever the bet is, they figure out whatever the potential payout is. Let's be honest. These are also the... Prop bets. 
that it would be under a prop bet category. It would have to be. Like in the Super Bowl, who's the first two points scored? Was it a safety? Was it running touchdown? Was it, you know? Exactly. First pitch in the World Series, was it a fastball, a mm-hmm. curveball, a changeup, a slider? Yep. A rising sinker? You never know. But see, what I thought was insane was, and again, I want to give the credit to ABC News. They're the one reporting on this. Okay. But they said, while comparatively small now, okay, so, you know, just starting out, mm-hmm. he he estimates that micro-betting could constitute $20 billion with a B more dollars worth of bets by 2027. That's an wow. estimate. That's not so a guarantee. That's, that's a an estimate. Year progress of five billion a year, basically. Yeah. Holy moly! So that means they'd have to be doing it now. They would have to be. But like, I, are I, they? That's the thing. Are they? And where would it be? Would it be like on a DraftKings a prize bet? But you wouldn't be able to do it in this certain states. Unless unless there's only one, one state that made this legal for yeah. whatever. I don't know. I'm so curious. I really want to like do more research, I think, for the, a future episode. Yeah. This, but, man, I, I almost just, just want to keep following, following the story to see We're what it develops to. to. We're going to have to update this like once every couple of months just to see how it's going, where it's going, yeah. what Who's it's doing. doing. It? Yeah, because I think that's going to be key to a lot of it is how is the progression going and with the fraction does that mean that people can use cryptocurrency Mm, maybe who knows but yeah no this this will definitely make sports betting a lot more interesting just because it's a lot more you can make so many more more bets a game yeah but oddly specific bets (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I know I used to (laughs) <laughs> when we go to ball games mm-hmm. and we sit up in the club and watch the game, my buddies and I, we would bet, okay, we'd get $100 in ones, mm-hmm. and we would say what that at bat was going to be for that hitter, hmm. and we'd all throw a buck on the table. Well, if nobody got what that hitter did, then it would compile up. It would get more and more and more and more. Hmm. The most I won was like seven, eight hundred bucks one time because <laughs> there was like nine of us playing. <laughs> and you talk about crazy. But if the last out of the game was made in the ninth inning or whatever extra innings it was and nobody won, the tip always went to the bartender. <laughs> bartender one time made 1800 bucks off of us oh that's awesome but he also took really damn good care of us yeah oh i bet i think our bar bill should have been like 900 yeah so we took very good care of him let's just say that oh man Mm-hmm. but anyway you know folks you can always contact us at the two Casino Insiders at gmail.com. That's the number, uh, number two. two. Yes, exactly. You can also go to www.thecasinoinsiders.com and say hi to our affiliates. Absolutely. Or you can follow us on social media at, at TikTok. That's right. I keep on forgetting we have the TikTok. I know. At the Casino Insiders exactly. on the TikTok. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're doing okay on that. Not very well, but we're going to 
get a little bit better on that. Never know. We may start an Instagram. Who knows? Eh, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Anyway. And near and dear to our hearts. Always. Definitely. If you have a gambling problem and need help, please contact 1-800-GAMBLER. Please. Definitely. Well, that's it for this show. Whew. Ace. Deacon. Great job. You too, man. Thank you. And we almost forgot. Deuces! Deuces.